Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Uh, it's great to have this man uh, on the program as our feature guest for the evening. Um, recently named the T20 International Player of the Year, which is just extraordinary when you look at the build-up uh, to that tournament in the World Cup last year. Mitch Marsh was the form player going into the World Cup, somehow managed to get dropped halfway through it and then returned to play an innings that Brett Lee described as one of the best, or Shane Watson rather, described as one of the best T20 International innings of all time. 77 off 50. He made 14 off the first three balls. Uh, to get Australia home in a record uh, T20 World Cup final chase against New Zealand. He's been phenomenal for the Scorchers when he's been able to play and they secured their fourth BBL title. He's a very good man and always generous with his time. Mitch Marsh has been good enough to jump on the line. G'day, Mitch. G'day, mate. How are you? Uh, all the better for speaking to you. Congratulations. It's a it's an incredible honour, but it's an honour well-deserved. Yeah, um, I was uh, very proud to, to receive that award. Um Obviously, so much hard work goes into um, you know, playing the game, and um, so these days with with COVID around, um, the travelling and all that uh, is extremely hard. So, um, now I uh, accept that award on behalf of all my my teammates and um, everyone that's travelled with us um, throughout Cricket Australia and our fans, and um, yeah, it's a great reward for what's been an incredible twelve months. When you look back on the the World Cup in particular. What what's the overwhelming sense, feeling, emotion that that sort of washes over you? Um, I think just pure joy, to be honest. Um, I mean, it's been spoken about that not too many people gave us a chance um, going into that into that World Cup, certainly in those conditions. But um, I can honestly say that when I got over there and first game, uh, batting at number three, looking down at the guys batting behind me, in front of me, and our bowling attack. I just, I think the whole squad had this overriding um, just confidence that we knew that if we played our best cricket, um, we could beat anyone. And in those tournaments, it's pretty cutthroat. You've got um, four, four, four pool ma- or five pool matches, top two go through to the final. Um, it's about playing good cricket at the right times and um, yeah, it was, uh, I guess the feeling is just pure joy and, and the sense of real being so proud of ourselves of the way we did it. And yeah, it was just amazing. You've experienced a lot in your cricket career and you've also, and you've experienced on plenty of occasions being brought up in the sides and being left out of sides. When yep. JL, I'm presuming, tells you that actually we're not going to play you against England halfway through the World Cup... How does that feel? I mean, you've been through this before. Do you think, oh, not again? Or take us inside the conversations you have to to, to try and make sure that you don't drop the bundle. Um, did you always think you were coming back in, or how did that all play out? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a interesting uh, time throughout the World Cup. Um, probably one of the first times I've ever been dropped where I wasn't expecting it. I think a lot of the times, yeah. Um, when you get the tap on the shoulder, you you know you're either out of form or someone else is coming back in um, when you're sort of just on the fringe. But um, to be honest with you, the conversation was was fine. Um, I, you know, as a player, you're always disappointed, and I was I was fairly surprised at the timing of it. But um, once JL explained the reasons, I I just accepted them, and and I had great um, belief that I'd get another another opportunity throughout the World Cup, and um, 
I think when you get, when you get dropped, sometimes you can um, you can be angry, you can want to prove people wrong. Um, I've I've been through those emotions throughout my career, and um, I can honestly say that it might it might come off once, but it generally doesn't get anywhere get you anywhere. Um, I just stayed positive. We had such a great group. Um, like I said, I, I prepared as if I was going to play the next game, hoping that I would. And um, I think that sort of mentality is always team first and um, understanding we're in a World Cup, so enjoy every moment, moment of it. Um, that mentality allowed me to came, come in and, and perform for the last couple of games. Well, I can relate to that. I got dropped for an under-18s grand final, but I still bought my bag on the day just in case the coach says why. <laughs> and it's very similar. Yeah, very similar. Um, yeah. <laughs> Mitch, I, in all seriousness, I've listened to Ashton Agar talk about the fact that you know, he was absolutely devastated because to, 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 he assumed yeah. given that he, at the time he was the number one ranked bowler um, for the Australian side yeah. internationally. And when he didn't get to play, and, but he spoke about that it was, it, it was just down to the, to, the, to the brilliant culture within that group mm. and, and the supportive nature of everybody in that setup that meant that he was able to get over it a lot quicker than he thought and reinvest. And he was one of the first people to run out when you and Glenn Maxwell were there to, 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 to steer it home. Um, it must, it speaks volumes, doesn't it, of, of what exactly was going on from a, a support setup and a culture setup during that time. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, I think, you know, a lot of successful teams always talk about that, um, that it's, you know, it's full squad mentality. And I know we had the test documentary. I, I wish we had the T20 World Cup documentary. It would have been a hell of an insight for people to see uh, how we went about it and, um, some of the shenanigans, it was just great, you know, playing golf together and, and um, I guess T20 gives you that bit more of a break to um, be able to go and play your golf and I mean, we couldn't leave the hotel apart from golf but it was, um, yeah, just a, such a tight-knit group and I'm really excited. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that we, um, you know, have only have to wait another eight or nine months to, to get another crack at it because it sort of means that the same team will, will hopefully be together and, um yeah, to experience the World Cup in our home country would be amazing. It will, and I suppose it, it leads in, and without trying to blindside you at all, and I know there's things you can and you can't say, and I absolutely respect both of those, uh, all of that. Um, does it? What's your view when you sit back and you've had, you've got your own personal relationship with Justin Langer, who's coach at the Scorchers, um, now in Australia set up. How do you view what's happening at the moment? Will he or won't he be? And, and do you have a view on whether he should be? <laughs> Look, it's... Um, I, it's been a pretty crazy um, scenario, I guess, and I was thinking today that mm. it seems that every professional sporting coach goes through this. Um, I'm sure that the decision we made on him in the in the near future, whether it's before Pakistan or after Pakistan, um, for me as a player, I've got no idea. Um, and it's, certainly don't want to be reading any of my comments in the paper <laughs> because um, I'm... I'm sure, like most people, everyone's yeah. sick of it and just wants to get on with it. So, yeah, um, yeah well, it's always hard to comment. It is, and I understand that. But to put that aside, what has he been for you personally, uh, given that you've got a, a different affiliation because it's, it comes from state level and a long time, uh, a WA, all of that. What, what's he been for you in your career? <laughs> i tell you what he has been. He's been a coach for over a third of my life, which when you think <laughs> about it, it's a bloody long time. It is. <laughs> so, uh yeah, if there's one person that knows me well, it's him. <laughs> um, the Scorchers celebrations moving on. Uh, are they have they finished or are they still going in earnest? <laughs> Unfortunately, they've uh, 
they've basically finished um I'm at home on day two or three of quarantine, whatever it is. So um yeah, there's uh COVID has got a lot in in the way of a lot of things, but um winning a World Cup and winning the big bash in the space of three months and not really being able to celebrate it is probably one of the most frustrating things I've ever experienced. So um at some stage someone will see me in Perth at a random time and I'm gonna be celebrating both of them. Ah, good. It's good to hear. <laughs> hey, with with the summer, uh, there's been a, we've been, I'm hearing an interesting chat today about because the cricket landscape is changing uh, so much, and yep. so the Ashes was a monumental success for Australia. But the BBL, where we're trying, we're still trying to figure out how to get it right. We've got mm-hmm. the women now who are playing such incredible cricket that they deserve to get some some clear air as well. We've got a one day international series that was cancelled. Cricket has more forms than any other sport. Do you have yep. a, an idea? Do you are you a bit of a deeper thinker into the game? Do you look ahead and think, well, how does it all fit in in a summer? Do you have an idea of what the ideal summer would be? Do you feel like there's a, a, a possibly one of the disciplines needs to go to enable the others to actually live a, 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 a more fulfilled life, so to speak? Um, no, I mean, I, I'm certainly not a deep thinker um, with all that sort of stuff, and there's. Probably people that get paid a lot more than I do to to make those decisions. Um, yeah, it's it's a difficult one. Um, I think the Big Bash is probably the one that it, it takes up you know the majority of the summer now. Um, so and there's there's been a lot of talk about it being shortened. Um, I'm not really sure what they'll do there, um, but I certainly think that we need to start attracting the big overseas players and. Um, and keep them here for the whole tournament. So how they do that is either shorten it or pay them more, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, the I was interested today to, to listen to a conversation that, that, that Kane Corns was having about, you know, how can you, you know, what's the right way to criticise or, or critique, criticise not the right word, critique um, women's sport off the back of the women's test, which was absolutely phenomenal. And it got me thinking on a deeper level about um, when it comes to players, and and listening to what the media or experts say about a particular player's performance, you've been on the receiving end of that. And we've seen great examples where someone um, like a Cam Green, here's Ricky Ponding talking about his technique in the commentary, adopts that advice and then thrives. But then there's also, you know, the way that Mitch Stark has felt at times with some of the criticism that's been levelled at him. I, I sort of flipped it back and when someone said, well, we should be able to criticise them the same way that we do the men. And I got to thinking, are we overcritical when it comes to the men anyway? So do you, when you guys hear uh, critique, criticism, analysis, do you know what you think is – do you have an idea of what you think is fair or unfair in that space? Um, very good question. Uh, I don't think it's I – mean, it's, it's a difficult one to answer. Um, I just – from my own experience, if you play at the top level, um, people are always going to have an opinion of you, whether it's going to be good or bad. Mm. And when you're playing um, test cricket, whether it's female or male, um, that is the pinnacle of our sport. And ultimately, if you don't perform, you're going to be criticised or questioned or spoken about. Um, that's the media's job, right? That's what everyone's... Um, that's, that's their job. So, um, yeah, I think you know, there's obviously... Some go harder than others, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. But I don't, yeah, I don't really have an opinion on that, to be honest. No, that's okay. I'm just conscious that we also know a lot more about, um, you know, people's mental health 
these days and about constructive yep. versus negative and all that kind of stuff. And uh, it is a great overall question to have as we, as we should all be evaluating how we go about doing what we do. Mate, it, it, I always enjoy catching up with you for a chat. I know you're missing Sri Lanka and, and fair enough too. It's been a packed schedule for you. I look forward to seeing yeah. you. I reckon you'll be going to Pakistan, something tells me. Um, so good luck if that's to eventuate. And, and congratulations again on Scorchers World Cup, T20 Player of the Year. It's great to see you um, succeeding in the way that you are. And thanks for giving us some time this evening. Anytime, anytime. Thank you. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.